Hello and welcome back to Lent with St. Edith Stein. This is Rebecca and I want to thank you for joining me today. This podcast is brought to you by St. Edith Stein Co. So please be sure to check out our store at stedithsteinco.com. This podcast is a series of short reflections for Lent based on the writings of St. Edith Stein. Beginning on day 17 of this series and for the remainder of Lent, we're focusing on St. Edith's final work, The Science of the Cross, which details her meditations and thoughts on the writings of St. John of the Cross. So let's begin with a prayer that St. Edith wrote. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O my God, fill my soul with holy joy, courage, and strength to serve you. Enkindle your love in me, and then walk with me along the next stretch of road before me. I do not see very far ahead, but when I have arrived where the horizon now closes down, a new prospect will open before me, and I shall meet it with peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In her book, The Science of the Cross, St. Edith Stein wrote, We would achieve nothing by purifying the intellect in order to base it in faith, and the memory for the sake of hope, if we did not purify the will for the sake of the third virtue, love. There are four passions of the soul, fear, hope, joy, and sorrow. And these passions tend to follow each other. If you fear death, you will likely find hope and joy in a healthy lifestyle. If you hope for the joy of marriage, you will feel great sorrow at being alone. Now, passions are not evil by any means, but depending on where they lie, they will either create imperfections in the soul or lead it to perfection. Through the will, we must train our appetites and passions to turn toward God. There are four degrees of harm from the inclination of the will, and these are summarized in Deuteronomy 32.15, which reads, The darling grew fat and frisky. He grew fat and spread out. He forsook God his Maker and departed from God his Savior. The first degree is blunting the mind in relation to God. He grew fat and frisky. When the soul centers itself on temporal delights, its relationship with God is set aside, and God does not maintain our attention. The second degree is enlargement of the will. He grew fat and spread out. And this is where we become more free with our submission to temporal goods and our self-control wanes. The third degree is abandonment of God. He forsook God, his maker. Our delight in corporal things causes us to fall into sin, and we forget spiritual matters for earthly matters. And the fourth and final degree is forgetfulness of God. He departed from God, his Savior. And this is a complete turning from God toward the temporal, as if there were no God. Freeing ourselves from attachment to temporal goods requires an act of the will. But it gives us peaceful confidence in God, spiritual liberty, clarity of reason, and it helps us to submit our will to God. When we detach ourselves, we can see more clearly the true supernatural and natural value of temporal things and their best use. We may also find ourselves attracted to natural things, 
beauty, physical and bodily grace, our own judgment and abilities. We need to temper our joy and delight in these things, and we can do this by recalling that it is vanity to rejoice in anything other than the service of God. And remember the misery of the angels who fell into vanity. St. Edith notes that doing so will give our soul the freedom and clarity to be able to love all in a rational and spiritual manner as God requires. Once we have directed our will to seek joy in God alone, we can attain freedom of the Spirit and will be able to shake off temptations more easily. We can also endure trials more readily and grow in true virtue, which is grounded in humility. Some of the harms that arise from specific inordinate joys include joy in visible objects can lead to envy, indecency, vanity, mental distraction, lack of composure, and covetousness. Joy in hearing useless things can lead to judgment, gossip, envy, and wandering thoughts. Joy in sweet fragrances can lead to disgust for the poor, aversion to acts of service, and spiritual insensitivity. Joy in delicious foods can lead to overindulgence, anger, conflict, lack of love for neighbors, bodily disorders, and lack of taste for spiritual things. And joy in touch of pleasant things can lead to lustful excess, timidity and fearfulness in the soul, uncontrolled use of the eyes, spiritual stupidity, darkness of the soul, and weakness in the heart. Denial of temporal joys gives us sublime transformation. We are strengthened in battle against distractions. The virtues we gain continue to increase. Our nature changes from animalistic to rational, from sensory to spiritual, from human to angelic. 1 Corinthians 4, 16-17 says, So we do not lose heart. Even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure, because we look not at what can be seen, but at what cannot be seen. For what can be seen is temporary, but what cannot be seen is eternal. Thank you again for joining me today, and please be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at St. Edith Steinko. I hope that you'll continue to tune in as we reflect on the writings of St. Edith Stein throughout this Lenten season. May God bless you, and may the saints be with you. Thank you.